Hello! What the hell is up? What's going on? Hey, can you hear me? Can you hear my vocals? Um... I think you can, right? Okay, okay, good, good, good. Hi, um, welcome to this week's episode of Unsubscribe. Let me move this. My room is so small, I do not have any studio space. I'm trying to figure out how to do things. Okay. So, I have boom arms, shock mounds, and I have now one of those big circular, um, pop filters. So, the peas, the pea, the peas, pea, nope, they're still kind of bassy, aren't they? Peanapple, peanapple, that is not a thing. Pen, pineapple, apple, pen. Okay, yeah, the, the peas are still kind of bassy. Maybe if I do this. Peanut butter. No, okay. Anyway, I'm not doing sound checks right now. I'm in the middle of the podcast. Okay. Well, technically, I'm in the beginning of the podcast. Um, okay, so anyway, I got this, uh, this pop filter that is big and circular. And so when I stare into it and I have my little headphones in, it makes me feel like I'm a professional. Which, as we know, I'm a professional. Okay. So, um, we rearranged my room, as you know from last time. Um, so right now I'm looking at my salt lamp and my moon lamp and <laughs> my soundproofing and my TV and computer. Um, come in. And my roommate's constantly interrupting me when I podcast. Yes? Well, fine, fuck you too. I guess you What the fuck you want? I said, I guess you won't eat that. You know what? I can't think Hello of anything viewers. clever to say. What are they viewing? Uh, listeners. There you <laughs> go. I'll be back soon. I'm about to eat some food because this one over here wants to fight. Hey, did you get any of those announcements that I did on the dot or did it not work? No. Damn it. Probably. Well, it probably would have only gone to Allie's. I don't think it goes to Allie's. Yours is muted. Because we're not all in the uh, household. we got to get our old shit. How do we... Again. Hold on. Alexa. Will you do an announcement? What the fuck? Excuse me. It's, it's not going to go to Allie's room anyway. It only goes to the living room. Right? No. If you make an announcement, it's going to announce on every dot. I don't think that's how it... That's how it works. Okay. I don't know how it works, so I'm not going to... I'm not going to... All right. I'll be back. Yeah, why won't it make announcements now? What the f- What happened? Alexa? Will you make an announcement? What's the announcement? Mark, you're a person. Announcing. Mark, you're a person. Did you get that out there? I should edit this all out, but I probably won't. I'll be back. Okay. Oh, shit. So, how would you rate the Let me turn this back on. Okay, it's on. So, how would you rate the day? It was alright. Well, it's not your fault. It's just frozen stuff. It's their fault. It was okay. Oh, you did? Well, the chicken was good. I liked the chicken. And the noodles were good. But fuck whoever made it, because corn and peas can suck my dick. So, why did you wash those? So... In order to decompress them, they it told me to, uh, yeah. They were compressed? Yeah, because the packaging, so they were, like, vacuum sealed. So I had to, it told me to, like, put them in warm water to kind of examine them. Examine! Expand them. And now I'm trying to dry them so that they don't mildew. Which is very hard because they're like sponges, kind of like my dreads. And as soon as you get them wet... <laughs> well, that's the thing. They dry on the outside. Exactly, just like my dreads. But as soon as you do this, there is a bunch of water. Very, very water. So, uh, before I put them in my portable vocal booth, I have to make sure they are completely dry. So I would like to have a podcasting episode. Really? Yeah. You think you're ready for that? I, well, not a whole episode, but I could do a segment with you. Alright, what you want to do, Chief? Computer shit. Oh, God. Alright. 
I don't know jack about computer shit. That's what the point would be. Be learning you some stuff. Hey, I so said that in the last episode. Re- so you don't have to rely on me for tech issues as much. Well, hey, you know what? I put all this stuff together on my own. The speakers, I got all the wires. I still don't really know how to connect that to that. But <laughs> I did everything so far on my own. Electra. Suck shit. I'm not quite sure how to help you with that. <laughs> Such a fucking child! Alexa, okay. are the robots gonna take over? I don't want to take over the world. I just want to help you. Aww. See, I love her. She's great. She's better than Siri. Alexa, will you be my best friend? We're definitely friends. But are we besties? To see how well you know me. Just say, quiz me, about you. Quiz me, about, wait, fuck. I have to say, I'll do that later. I'll do it later, in a podcast. So, um, okay, so you and I will do a segment as soon as you get a microphone for your thing, and I can have that one back. Thank you for putting a face mask on my bun. Have fun. I'm gonna. F- we need to figure out how to connect the things, yeah. so I can talk shit to you while you play your video games. Mm. <laughs> That's gross. Okay. So I was going to say this, but I guess it goes without saying because you already know. <clears throat> we got Echo Dots recently. Isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. <laughs> So, um, yesterday, I mean, a week ago, when you're, when you're hearing this, but yesterday, um, I came home from E-Town and my roommates had Echo Dots in their bedrooms. And I said, well, shit, if you guys have some, I want one. So she hands me one and goes, there you go. I said, oh shit. So I had an Echo Dot. So I set it up and last night was the first night that I spent with the Echo Dot in my bedroom, and I had sleep paralysis. Now, you know if you listen regularly that I saged the house before I put anything in here, and I had not had a single episode of sleep paralysis since I've been here, which I have had at every single house I've ever lived in. This one was different. So... I woke up this morning, more like this afternoon, but I woke up, walked up to my roommates and said, all right, it's either because I'm sleeping against the wall and I have a corner bed or it's because you fuckers summoned some fucking body or something and now there are demons in my fucking house. We're going to have to fight because I told y'all not to bring shit into my fucking house. I'm not wide enough for that. She said, we didn't do it. So I said, all right, maybe it's because of corner bed. Because this was the first, well, yeah, this was the first house that I've had nothing but a center bed. And then as soon as I moved it into the corner, I had sleep paralysis. But now I'm thinking it's because this thing right here summoned something. (laughs) Like, isn't it ironic that I hadn't had a single, like, night terror episode until the Echo Dot appeared in my bedroom just just saying just putting that out there so maybe these things are sketchy after all (sighs) yeah um anyway did i talk about the fact that i got a new um yes i did yes i didn't it's big and round so there's an update since we last spoke Um, I now have a fancy pop filter. It's not really fancy. It was pretty cheap, but it looks like one of the fancy ones and it makes me feel like a professional because I'm a professional. Um, and I have an echo dot now, which is crazy. Um, and I'm still staring directly at my salt lamp and trying not to lick it. Um, let's see. I don't know. My new setup is still very small, but, um, it's getting there. I'm getting there. Um, 
what else what else what else what else maybe if i hang those um things to dry maybe if i put them on like a rack or something i don't know <laughs> i don't know how to like completely dry them but anyway you do not listen to this podcast to hear me talk about things that I'm trying to get used to, um, because Lord knows I don't know how to work anything, which is very sad, but I'm figuring it out. Oh, so the, uh, things that are, that were compressed, that I had to decompress, go to a portable vocal booth type thing, so it's like a box, and you put the soundproofing in it, and it has, like, little holes for the, uh, microphone cables and stuff so essentially you stick your head in this little box and it kind of noise cancels so whenever I'm recording vocals to songs that I write even though I'm not a singer or a songwriter I'm still trying to do it um it will sound slightly better because lord knows that my quality of vocal recording is kind of shit at the moment because of neighbor noises and low quality mics and things like that so I'm trying to kind of fix it as affordably as I know how but I also got little battery-operated LED lights to put inside of the recording box so that it looks cool. <laughs> because I do believe in affordability, but I also am a little bougie. And I wanted my little recording box to have pretty lights so that the microphone would glow purple when I sang into it. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I'm working on. I did wash my dreads. And they are doing this really weird thing where they, like, are shriveling. That's the only word I can think of. They're shriveling. Like, they're shrinking, but they're also, like, curling. But they don't look like curls. They look like zigzags. So they're, like, shrinking and zigzagging. So they're, like, shriveling. Um, and it looks insane. <laughs> it looks crazy. So, um, you know, dealing with that. Um, cable management is terrible. I have cables and wires everywhere, and it looks goddamn ridiculous, but that's okay. Um, let's see, what else? What else is happening? <clears throat> I injured my ankle, and it still hurts. Um, I was with my parents, and I slipped off of the curb and rolled my ankle and fell flat on my stomach on the ground and the only thing that I could say was my butt's out because my ass fell out of my leggings as soon as I hit the ground and I was in a lot of pain but I was mostly concerned um, because my butt was out so my mother had to help me up and I sat in the car and the first thing I did was pull up my pants. I had my ankle, my leg hanging out of the truck because I had to, like, fucking pull it up with my hands because I couldn't, like, move it. But I was like, the first thing I'm going to do before I do anything else is pull up my pants. Now that my ass is covered, I'm going to lift my leg up, put it in the car, and go where we need to go. Who injures themselves? in the fucking front yard of their house. We were going somewhere and I was walking to the truck and that's when I fell and injured myself. I didn't even make it past my house. That's so sad. That's so sad. God, Lord. Um, let me lift this, boop. This is so cool. Oh, I feel so cool right now looking around and the little tapestries. I have so many lights. I'm such a moth. Oh my god. Okay, none of this is interesting. I realize that I've spent a quarter of an hour talking about things that are not remotely interesting. Um, let's get into the, let's get into some substance. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about some cool shit. Um, I can't think of anything. Oh, 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 if you have Echo Dots and you know how to connect them all to each other so that we can do, like, walkie-talkie shit and any cool thing that you can do with Alexa because I heard that you can, like, order food and shit and, like, do crazy stuff and I want to learn how to do it all because now I feel rich because I can, I can, like, 
ask her to turn on the lights on my floaty bed, which is so cool. So I can just be like, hey, put on some mood lighting. I'm about to fuck. Just <laughs> it didn't even sound believable. <clears throat> That's what it sounds like when I pretend to be somebody who fucks. <laughs> We're gonna fuck. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Um... I'm such a 12-year-old boy. Okay. Um, anyway, if you could let me know, like, what what things I can do, that'd be cool. Because I'm looking it up, and I'm trying to figure out how to work it. But this technology is just too smart for me. I just don't know. But yes, if you're wondering, the first thing I did when I got my Echo Dot was say, Alexa, play switch heads and men's back and runs. And it this is Kevin Gates from Spotify. Fucking who? Alexa, stop. I don't want to have to pay for that. <laughs> Copyright, oh god. Um, but needless to say, it did not work. So, maybe I did it wrong. I don't know. Anyway, um, we're gonna... I saged again. So hopefully I will not have any more episodes of sleep paralysis. Because someone... Anyway, okay, I'm, I'm still rambling. I said I was going to stop. I'm going to stop this time. I'm going to stop. I'll come back when I have something to say. Ooh, I got it. I got it. Let's talk YouTube drama. Because I spend <laughs> a rather unhealthy amount of time on YouTube... And I want to talk about it. So I want to give some updates that nobody asked for just because I feel like, well, just because I want to, just because I want to. So I talked a bit in the past about YouTubers that I subscribe to and stand by and support and quite like, and those included Shane Dawson, Ariel Scarcella, Eugenia Cooney, and Blair White. Now, I'm gonna be honest, I don't like none of those people no more. Okay, Eugenia is an interesting case. Basically, the long short of her story that kind of got me was, you know, I genuinely believed back in the day that she just really didn't understand what was going on. Um, because, <sighs> how to say this in, in, the, in the best way? She's 26 years old, right? But the the maturity level just isn't quite there. Like, th just something that I've personally observed, um, you know, even back in the day, it kind of was mind-blowing to me that she was as old as she was because I thought that she was, like, 19. I feel like the maturity level that she has is a bit closer to that of somebody who is... 16, 15. Then again, honest, I don't know. Um, I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know anything about human development. I have not really studied that, but I just, I kind of thought for a long time that maybe she just didn't really understand what was going on. And because she was getting bullied by really disgusting people, she just kind of dismissed every bit of criticism that people gave her as bullying because that's what she was used to. And so I kind of gave it a pass. Because I was like, clearly your mother is not doing anything to help you. Nobody in your family really seems to be supporting you at all. Um, you just seem to be trapped in this quite negative environment. And people on the internet are often disgusting. So I excused a lot of her behavior. But now I'm wondering if maybe she knows exactly what's going on and she's doing all of this just for money, for attention and money and views. I do believe that she has a story. I believe that she has had a very rough go at things and I still believe that maybe her maturity level, I don't know if it's like a malnourishment thing. I don't, I'm not gonna, 
I'm not going to touch that with a 20-foot pole. I'm not going to do it. But lately, some of the behaviors that she has been fucking displaying, I don't know, words are hard, um, kind of lead me to believe that she is doing all of this on purpose. So, like, she posted something on Twitter that was like, never give up your aesthetic for somebody else's approval. Now, if somebody, like the average person who didn't have a raging eating disorder were to post that, people would get behind it. They'd be like, yeah, no, totally. If you want to dress how you want to dress or do what you want to do, like, whatever. Eugenia, you know good and goddamn well that people are not angry with you because of your emo aesthetic. You know that. You know that. And that's what's funny is I've seen so many of her videos where people will straight up comment and be like, you need to get off the internet and get some fucking help. Of course, a bit nicer than that, you know, more caring and more like, clearly I don't have very good bedside manner, but you know, like things like that. And she would look at that and they would say something clearly about like her eating disorder and how it's getting worse and how she's regressed in her recovery. And she'll look at that and straight up look at the camera and be like, People just really don't like the fact that I wear dark clothes and, you know, put colors in my hair sometimes. I don't know who you think you're manipulating, but it's not me. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, actually, I would like to talk a lot about that, which is something that I have absolutely no business talking about. So I might get in trouble for this episode, but let's do it anyway, shall we? I was talking with my sister in the car about the Eugenia situation because it was something that I realized a lot of people don't quite understand, and I do want to bring some clarity to it. So, the eating disorder brain is a bitch, okay? Listen, the fact is, nobody can help Eugenia. Nobody. Nobody can get her to stop posting. Nobody can get her to start taking care of herself. Nobody can do that except for her and if I'm being honest, I do not see that happening anytime soon. And it's a very depressing situation. We recently lost another young woman who was an internet personality to an eating disorder. And they taught, they, somebody asked Eugenia about that and she straight up just glossed over it and was like, nope, don't, don't want to talk about that. So, so I want to talk about that for a minute. You need to understand the eating disorder brain before you talk to somebody who has an eating disorder. Okay. So if you don't know already saying things like you are too skinny, you need to eat more. You need to take care of yourself. You are clearly anorexic. Things like that are not going to help anyone. And I'm, I'm going to try not to fucking say this like it's obvious because I know people don't know. So let me just, let me just Things like that are not going to help anyone. When you tell somebody with that mindset, you are too skinny, you need to eat more, you need to take care of yourself, all their brain does is filter that shit. You're doing good. You're losing weight. People are noticing. Keep it up. Good job. Eat less. Take more laxatives. That's it. You are concerningly underweight. If this is a problem, you could die. All the brain is going to do is filter that and be like, hey, you're losing more weight. You're doing it. You're getting there. Like, and that sucks, but that's how it works. So when you fucking say shit like that, all you're doing is encouraging it. On the opposite end, if you were to look at that same person and be like, oh, you're, you're fat. You need to eat less because people are really sick and disgusting and people will straight up comment on Eugenia's videos and be like, oh my God, you're morbidly obese. You need to do something about it. Which, first of all, if you've ever done that, fuck you. Die in a fire. But also, that too. The brain will look at that and, of course, read that literally. Well, you obviously gained a little bit of weight. People are noticing. You know what you gotta do. You gotta stop eating. You gotta lose that weight. No matter what you tell somebody who has an eating disorder, it will always go back to that. Keep going. Lose more weight. And that sucks. But that's how it goes. And it's not necessarily their fault. You can't really blame somebody for a mental disorder. <laughs> Roommates, I'm laughing. It's not funny. Um, 
you can't blame you can't blame somebody for that and I was talking to my sister about it and she was like I don't understand how that works I really don't understand how somebody could just ignore a message and like really convince themselves that it means something different and I was like well that's because you don't have that unhealthy mindset you don't necessarily you know you don't get it if somebody were to tell you something it wouldn't do the weird filter thing you know what I'm saying I don't know it's really hard for me to explain you would have to go through it um and I I guess I can't I feel like an asshole because I I'm not necessarily I wouldn't necessarily say that I've suffered from an eating disorder but I do have issues in my brain that are a bit similar so I kind of understand it a bit more So, <laughs> I definitely have, like, no place talking about this because I, I, I have, like, similar-ish issues, but not necessarily the same. But if you are concerned about someone in your life who has a disorder like this, there are things that you just shouldn't fucking say. Okay. You, you can't, you can't really, you can't really talk to them about it. Which sucks. But also... With that same thing, if you know somebody who's recovering from an eating disorder, especially anorexia, if you know someone who was 5150 or some shit, or maybe not, they're just recovering, don't say things like, you look so much better now, you look healthier, because although you mean well and you genuinely think that's a compliment, just because they're recovering from the eating disorder does not mean that they don't still have that mindset. So when you say that, they're going to filter that as, you gained weight. You got fat. You're doing... What are you doing? You're not making progress anymore. You're not losing weight. You're not getting skinny. Everyone can tell that you're getting fat. And that's not what you said. That's certainly not what you meant, but that's what they're going to hear. And I feel like a lot of people really, really, really don't understand that. Which is why people in those situations just keep getting worse and worse and worse. The only way... That Eugenia is ever going to see positive change is if people stop paying attention to her. Because that's why she's, she does constant body checks for a reason. It's for, like, her own approval, but also the approval of other people who have eating disorders. Because it's like, you know, look at me, I'm making progress, I'm getting skinnier. Even if she doesn't admit that, I'm not even sure if she knows that's why she does it, but that's obviously why she does it. And people click on her videos because of her body checks, because people think that it's fascinating. People, you know, people who don't have eating disorders are like, this is so crazy. She's so thin. Oh my God, this is, how is she alive? And they click and they watch and they're fascinated. And then people with eating disorders are like, she's my thin spo. I want to be like her. I'm going to keep watching her body checks because I want to be like her someday. And this is my motivation. Neither of those two things are healthy or good for anybody. So the only positive outcome would be if people just stopped watching or if maybe YouTube or the other internet platforms did something about it. They do things for much less. Like somebody will make a joke that they don't like and they'll be like, oh, your YouTube video has been taken down. Just like that. So I want to know, well, I don't want to know because I already know why. The reason they don't do that to Eugenia, even though her content is clearly dangerous for a lot of people, is because she's the cash cow. She makes a lot of money for all of those platforms, and they're not going to give that up. Which sucks, which is greedy and shitty and just plain fucking horrible. But they're not going to do anything about her content because it does get a lot of clicks and a lot of views and in turn makes a lot of money. So she's benefiting. Her family is benefiting. The platforms she's using are benefiting. But she's also not benefiting, let's be honest. But that's just it. Like, it sucks because everybody wants to do something because they don't want to see such a young, vibrant girl lose to her disorder. But then they keep watching and they keep commenting and they keep fueling the shit And I understand that most people do not have eating disorder brain, so they don't necessarily understand. My sister was like, I really don't fucking get that. I don't understand. Which is great, honestly. Like, that's great. I'm so glad that you don't, like, understand that and, like, relate to it because that would fucking suck. Because she, I, 
I can't remember how we were talking about it, but she said something like, I don't understand why she can't just start eating. Like, I don't understand why she is putting herself through this stuff. Like, I feel like at some point you just need to understand that what you're doing is dangerous and just start taking care of yourself. And I was like, I wish it worked that way. I really do. Um, I wish I could just stop being sad. I wish I could just start taking care of myself. Um, I wish I could make myself eat every day and make myself do laundry and care about life. And like, you know, it's, it's a lot more complicated than that. And that's one thing. That's why I hate motivational speakers because they're always like, and one day I just got sick of it and I just got out of bed and stood up and said, I'm going to start taking care of myself and you can too. It's clearly not that easy. If it were that simple, a lot of the problems that are happening would not happen. And motivational speakers suck ass. <laughs> like, don't, don't fucking lie to people. But anyway. So that's one of those things that I'm like, Eugenia is a tricky situation because a lot of it I do believe is a maturity thing and also an eating disorder brain thing but also a lot of it is just manipulation and purposefully ignoring things and doing some sneaky shit like some of the shit that she does I'm like okay you knew what you were doing you knew what you were fucking doing like with the whole moderators thing like her moderators were like doing some fuck shit around like underage girls or something like that and if it were me in her place as soon as I heard the first allegation I would have dropped them and I know that someone's gonna get mad at me for saying that and being like well you can't just you can't just do that but the thing is yes I can if I were her as an employee or employer were they getting paid or were they volunteering either way as an employer or whoever the freak I would look at that person and say, hey, Jimmy John Jones, um, I'm getting a few allegations that you are doing some fuck shit with underage girls. I don't want that on my name. You're going to have to find somebody else to mod for. I can't associate with you. And of course, you'd probably freak out and be like, I didn't do it. Look, honestly, I don't care. Like, and maybe that's bad on my part, but I really would. I would straight up be like, listen. I'm not trying to be in the news because people associated with me are being fucking pedophiles. Like, that's not a thing that I want. So, either you prove that it didn't happen and do all that stuff on your own time, but I'm not trying to have that on me, Ricky Bobby. All right, goodbye. But she didn't. She was like, well, they were nice to me. They've never been mean to me. And at the time, I kind of chalked that up to just, like, the maturity level that she was at. Like, oh, well, you know... Maybe that's just kind of how she sees the world. Very two-dimensional, very black and white. Like, these people are mean to me, these people are not. You know, and maybe that's... Maybe she didn't really understand the gravity of, you know, pedophilia or whatever because she just wasn't quite... I don't know. I don't know. But that's one thing that I'm probably not going to speculate on because I'm not going to touch it. Not going to touch that. Not going to touch it with a 30-foot pole. But I don't know. I just... Nowadays... Um, I used to watch her videos because I was like, she needs support. Everybody is kind of being an asshole because, you know, I've said it before. People have said some really fucked up shit to her. So I was like, she needs love. She needs people to uplift her. But now I'm just kind of like, okay, Kai, you need to just leave her alone. <laughs> like, just like Trisha Paytas being a troll, you know, when she has an outburst, instead of paying attention to it, you just got to leave it alone so it's not learned behavior kind of like that with Eugenia but it's slightly different Kai you need to stop watching her shit liking her Instagram posts I know you think you're being nice but you're fucking everything up so I took her off of my social media and was like I genuinely hope that you get did I say help that you get I hope that you get the help that you need to get I am not going to pay attention to your content because I know that the reason you continue to do what you do is because people are paying attention to your content and it's a unique case because with, uh, with other people, you know, if I see people being mistreated or something, I will be like, okay, let me care, you know, let me show you what kindness is. But she's not the average case. It's a much different situation. And I wasn't quite grasping that at the time, but I do understand it now. Um, 
which is why the Shane documentary really pissed me off because he loves to talk about how he's such an empath and how Jake Paul might be a sociopath and I seem to attract sociopaths because I'm such an empath. But the thing is, you knew that Eugenia Cooney was suffering slash recovering from an eating disorder. And instead of giving her privacy and letting her recover on her own time and not drawing attention to it, you decided that including her in your documentary would get so many clicks because the internet is obsessed with her because she's a fascinating case. So you decided to put her into your documentary. You don't think that's sociopathic? <laughs> like, if, if we're going to throw out diagnoses where they don't belong, listen, sir, you don't think that maybe that was kind of fucked up? To think, oh, there's a strong possibility that with all this internet attention, she will regress into the way that things were before. No, you were like, oh, cool. I'm going to get so much money if I make a documentary about her. Really? And Katie Morton, she was another person that I defended, um, which I will still say, you know, a lot of people were really mad that like Eugenia was telling her, you know, her story and Katie was like, just kind of listening along with and being like, oh, that must've been hard for you. I still think Katie Morton was right in that sense. As a therapist, I feel like you just need to kind of listen to somebody's side. And if Eugenia genuinely saw the 5150 situation as her being bullied, because I do believe that that's how she saw it. I, th I think that she really was just like this group of girls or people just did something really mean to me and it was traumatic. I think that that's genuinely how she saw it. And if Katie were to look at her and be like, no, you're wrong. I just feel like that would have, she wouldn't have taken that well. She would have been like, oh, even this therapist is being mean to me. You know, I feel like as a therapist, you got to listen to that and be like, okay, from your point of view, that must have been very hard. I understand that from your side of things, that was a really traumatic... Like, I don't think Katie was wrong for doing that. However, Katie Morton should have known that this documentary was going to be damaging. If she really is... what she Well, she's a, what, family and marriage therapist, so she really shouldn't have even been in this situation anyway, right? I don't know. Not her field of expertise, but she's still a therapist. So she still had to study, get a degree. She still had to put the work in to have the career that she's at now. So you'd think with the knowledge that she has, she would know that this Eugenia documentary is not a good idea. Do not put this girl back on the internet. Also, do not say on the internet that some guy might be a sociopath and then give a really weird definition of what sociopathy is. Oh, it's so yucky. Oh, it's so gross. Like, there are people who are diagnosed with these personality disorders who aren't bad people. So when you say things like, oh, the, those people are just so yucky, like, it, <laughs> it just sounds so stupid. Like, and I subscribe to Katie Morton long before any of those documentaries came out. I knew who she was for years. And it wasn't until those documentaries when I was like, okay, I see an issue with her. Like, she should know better than to do this shit right here. She should know better. What the fuck is this? So I unsubscribed to her when those documentaries came out. And apparently now she's in, like, some trouble... Because she's just taking down a bunch of these videos where people are talking about her and exposing her for sketchy things that she's done. And I'm like, I just feel like it's really sketchy. If someone says, like, has a criticism of you and says that you're doing some weird shit, if you are a genuine stand-up person, you'll respond to it. Say your side, do something, but not try to suppress that person's content. Because all that shows me is that you have something to hide. And if you are a therapist... You should not be doing sketchy shit at all, which is why I have a problem with therapy a lot of the time because therapists are just people and oftentimes people are sketchy and selfish. So, you know. Anyway, so Eugenia, I stopped watching her content. Katie Morton, I stopped watching her content. Shane Dawson, I stopped watching his content. Um, I realized a lot of the time I was defending Shane Dawson because I had... I have a tendency to kind of latch on to things 
And years and years and years ago, when I was very young, his content genuinely did help me. It gave me something to laugh at. It was a distraction. But also with his dark humor, there were like lessons. It was kind of like VeggieTales, but like not at all, (laughs) you know? Like he would always end it with like a lesson of like, hey, I've been where you are. You're feeling suicidal. You have something to live for. Or like, hey, you're being made fun of because of your weight. I have body dysmorphia. I grew up with weight issues. I understand where you are. There's hope, blah, blah, blah. Like every, every video, yes, he had like inappropriate jokes or whatever, which I don't care about. But he was always, like, so uplifting and, like, genuine and, like, he was, like, everyone's big brother. And I really liked that about him. And I still, to this day, I don't think that you should have to apologize for jokes that you make. I still stand where I stood then. A lot of the times people told me that Shane needed to be canceled because of the jokes that he made 10 years ago. And that's just not a good enough argument for me. Sorry. Like. But. I realized this morning when I was pouring my coffee that I am not standing up for Shane Dawson today. I have been defending Shane Dawson from 10 years ago. Shane Dawson today is a completely different person. Shane Dawson today sucks ass. Shane Dawson today is not genuine. He's not caring. He kind of fucking sucks, dude. Like, he's a shitty person who surrounds himself with shitty people, manipulates just about every fucking body because he's a damn water sign, and you all know how they love to be like, I am such an empath, blah, 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 which I've said it before. I've said it so long ago that people who say that they're empaths are usually the worst people. When that documentary came and he was like, well, I realized that I'm an empath, that was strike one for me. I was like, "Mm." nope. Then the sociopath thing was strike two, and he was like, you know, I I seem to attract them because I'm, you know, such an empath, and I just give and give and give, and I was like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, and then the Eugenia shit happened, and I was like, this man sucks, (laughs) like, he sucks so bad, um, People who constantly say, and he does, he constantly says it. He said it to Katie Morton. He said it to Tati. He said it to his audience. He said it on podcast interviews. Like, he said it so many times. I'm an empath. I'm an empath. People who constantly say they're empaths are just as annoying as people who wear, like, t-shirts and chokers and collars and shit that say savage in big, bold letters. You know those people? Like, we've all seen that person who has, like, a t-shirt that says savage. And it's like bitch really sit the fuck down like when ariana grande in that one song was like who would have thought it turned me to a savage like bitch sit the fuck down what do you mean turned me to a savage i just i guess that's just a pet peeve of mine when people really really try to i understand that everyone tries to put off an image everyone wants people to see them a certain way but whenever you have to outwardly like explicitly say i am an empath I am a savage. I want you to think of me as this type of person. All you're doing is making yourself look stupid. Which, I think that's the reason I constantly say, like, I'm big pimpin', I'm a pimp. is because I'm, like, I'm doing it ironically, obviously making fun of those people. But also, I think it's funny. Like, I am riddled with anxiety. I'm clearly the farthest thing from a pimp. But I will forever say that I am big pimpin' because I think it's fucking funny, dude. It's funny. But, like, I don't know. I just, the way that he is now, um, not great. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and flex real quick and say that I never, ever watched the Jeffree Star documentary that he did, uh, because I never liked Jeffree Star. I always knew he was an ass person, and so when that came out, I was like, nope, not for me. And I never liked the people that Shane surrounded himself with. And I always wondered, if you're such an empath, why do you surround yourself with people who hurt people? Like, clearly that should bother you if you're such an empath. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Money. Not a true empath then. Whatever. But I realized that this Shane Dawson that I have been defending is definitely not the one that is currently standing here and I need to instead of latching on to 
memories of him from the past. I need to accept the fact that he's kind of an ass person now. And it's really shocking to say because for the longest time, I was like, no, Shane Dawson's great. Like, he's like a big brother to the internet. But now... He's like the fucking greedy uncle. Like, I don't know. He just sucks. Like, so that's Shane. That's Eugenia. Who else was I talking about? Ariel and Blair. Oh, yes. Okay. So Blair White sucks. (laughs) Now, back in the day, I really liked her content because she did what I thought was proper research Um, because I'm not going to fucking research shit. I don't fucking care about it. But she had this kind of air of like the logical... And that's the thing. See, okay. She never had to say, I am Blair White and I'm logical and I think of things like like Ben Shapiro does. You know, he's like, oh, I'm I'm logical and facts don't care about your feelings and I only care about facts and then only talks about his feelings. Blair never did that. She never felt like she had to outwardly say what she was, which is why I saw her that way. She was just like, you know, here's this person's argument. I am going to offer a rebuttal and I admired that and that's who I wanted to be. I was like, if I argue with somebody, I will try to not necessarily leave emotion completely out of it, but definitely make sure that I have at least a balance of like logic and emotion, which she did. She presented that very well. But then I realized, and this was before the whole Janae situation, I realized beforehand that she's kind of a fucking liar. Like she kind of sucks. Now I always found her annoying. I'm not going to lie. And I know somebody's going to say that this is transphobic, but I always found her voice really annoying. And it's funny because she'd always brag about her voice. She'd always be like, I'm just so lucky that I have the voice that I have because like I can pass as a woman and like nobody even knows that I'm trans because my voice just sounds so womanly. But like it doesn't like I'm sorry, but it doesn't like the first thing I ever heard of her was on Shane Dawson's podcast. That was the first time I ever heard her name. And I knew she was trans before she said it because of her voice. I'm sorry, but your voice is not unclockable. So stop bragging about it as if it's this unclockable thing. Just because your fans tell you it is because they like you doesn't mean it is. Also, your sausage lips irritate the fuck out of me. And that's not a trans comment because Tana Mojo also has sausage lips. Like, y'all just need to stop with these lip fillers because they look fucking ridiculous. But anyway, 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 not the point. Sorry. One thing I never liked about Blair was her cattiness. She was very immature. I noticed whenever she was arguing with people, a lot of the times she would bring their looks into it. And so, okay. I started off not liking her. Then I warmed up to her content, started liking her, and now I'm back to not liking her. So in the beginning, one thing I noticed that that was the first thing she'd go for is other people's appearance. She would always be like, Well, of course you would believe that because you're like 275 pounds and you have blue hair. Like everybody who believes what you believe looks the same. Like, uh, it's a shame. I wish you could afford a better t-shirt to cover up your fat rolls. Like it was always just so petty. And I was always like, do you actually have an intelligent argument or are you just being a bitch? Because anybody could be a bitch. Anybody could do it. And I think that's how a lot of her content started out. And she wasn't getting views because nobody wants to watch some prissy ass person just bully somebody when they don't have anything to say. So it was after that that she started actually doing research and coming up with a bit more intelligent rebuttals. And that's when I started watching her content more because I was like, okay, she's grown. She doesn't do that childish shit anymore where she like makes fun of people and like makes them look ridiculous in the thumbnail and clowns on them. Like she actually has things to say that matter. And so... I liked her stuff for a while and I watched it and I was like, I can get past the annoying voice. I can get past, you know, (laughs) a lot of the things that you do that irritate me because I think that your arguments are good arguments. But then I realized that she started not only doing the petty shit again of like, well, maybe someday when I gain 200 pounds and dye my hair blue, I'll think the way that you do. Like, bitch, you've made that joke before, okay? (laughs) Like, come on. But also, she was lying about a lot of shit. And some of it, I was like, no, hold on, wait a minute. That's a lie. (laughs) That's a lie. You don't have to lie about things when you're arguing. Like, it's the same thing I've said about Trump. You don't have to make shit up about Trump if you don't like him. He's already done a whole bunch of dumb shit. Like, talk about the dumb shit that he's already done. You don't have to make shit up. And that's kind of how I felt with her. I noticed... She would put things in thumbnails, like a picture of somebody, and then the caption would say, like, I like 
touching kids and you should too or something like that and it's like that person clearly never said that don't put that in the thumbnail with little quotations and a voice bubble going to that person if they never actually said that because that's what you're doing you're implying that that person said that thing and that's not what happened i feel like you can't can't you get sued for that if I put a picture of you up on the internet and had a little voice bubble that said, like, I think we should eat puppies for breakfast, like, I can get sued for that, right? Because you didn't actually say that? I don't know. But I noticed that she was doing stuff like that, and I was like, that's not okay. Um, hey, why don't you settle the fuck down with that? So I stopped watching her for a while, and then she would pop up on my thing with something that I was actually, like, passionate about at the time, like, Candace Owens saying dumb shit. So I was like, ooh, I want to watch this debate or whatever and in the debate Blair looked not great but she did not look near as bad as Candace Owen. Owens Owens so I watched that and I was like oh okay you know like what's up so it's kind of this weird back and forth thing but I was never like a Blair stan I certainly was not like buying her merch or like anything like that she was just kind of on my feed sometimes when I'd click her videos but I was like, I don't necessarily trust everything that she says because I know that she lies about quite a few things. So then when this, but I never thought that it was like as big a deal, um, which is kind of my bad. I just, I didn't care as much as I should. But then this whole Janae, what's her name thing came out. And it was basically, if you hadn't seen it, I should look up her name because I feel I'm going to be a fucking asshole. Um, but she's a trans woman. She's an athlete. And she explicitly had said, I don't play sports against, like, biological women, basically. Like, yes, I'm a trans woman. I went through male puberty. I am clearly very muscular. And I can honestly say that if I were to go up against a biological woman, I would clearly fucking win. Because I have an advantage. Because I, you know, ha like, had male puberty. So anyway... So Blair did that thing that she famously does where she put a picture of her and put, I think the caption was like, I'm going to play in women's sports, deal with it, or something kind of shitty like that. And throughout the whole video, she talks about how this trans woman believes that she should play in women's sports just because she doesn't want to get her feelings hurt and she's a woman now, so she should get to play with the other women. And she pulls up this Instagram post and it was so interesting because she conveniently cut out the part where Janae literally said, like, I, I don't believe in playing against biological women because I would have an unfair advantage. But Blair cut that out and explicitly lied and was like, can you believe that she genuinely thinks that she should go up against fucking biological women because, like, she doesn't want to get her feelings hurt? And I think that was kind of... I actually saw that video when it first came out and I didn't really care because I didn't know who the other person was and I don't really have an opinion on trans people in sports because I'm not a trans person or an athlete so I personally didn't pay much attention to it. Just kind of background noise. I remember exactly what I was doing when that video was playing. I was drinking and talking to people so I clearly didn't really care. Um, but then later, you know, it came out, everybody was making videos about it about the original Instagram post and all this stuff and how Blair was lying. And I was like, th this one kind of did irritate me because I was like, you kind of fucked up somebody's career. All these people go into Janae's post talking about, you're such an awful person. You really think that it's okay to go up against biological women just because you don't want to get your feelings hurt, like all this stuff. And Janae was like, can you guys please stop harassing me? I literally never said that. I've never done it. I've never, I've never done any of this. This whole thing is a fucking lie. And then Blair just went silent, did not apologize for it. And then when she did apologize for it, she did it on what, like Facebook or Instagram or something, like not even on YouTube. And she was like, well, I already apologized, so it's fine. Why didn't you apologize on your YouTube channel? That's where you made the original video. If it were me and I were to have made a blaring... Okay. If I were to say some false ass shit on my podcast, I would go on my podcast and say, Hey guys, this episode right here, I said this thing and I'd play like an audio clip and I'd be like, this was wrong. Let me explain. Blah, blah, blah. I would not just make like a status on Facebook and be like, there we go. I apologized. Like, that's so fucking... Who? How old are you? Like, what the fuck? 
I don't know. So after that, I was like, okay, um, no, nah, fam, don't like the way you handled that. Not going to support your shit. You kind of suck a little bit. But then I guess she made another video about, was it kink or something? I don't know, because that was the last video of hers that I watched. But I saw a bunch of people's videos coming up on my feed about Blair did it again. She lied about another person or another thing or like something like that. And I was like, okay, so she hasn't learned from last time. She's still lying about shit. That's cool. And then the last video I saw about her was something about a kink. I think that was the kink video. I think she had lied about somebody else after Janae and then she made a kink video. And the kink video was about like puppy play or pony play or something like that. Again, I didn't click on the video because one, I don't care about Blair and two, I don't care about kink. Sorry. But I watched somebody react to Blair's video and it was basically Blair was like, oh my God, this person actually identifies as a dog and like genuinely thinks that they're a dog and that's so crazy and this is why nobody likes trans people and oh my God, I can't believe you're so stupid that you actually think that you're a dog. Now, even I know, okay, somebody who is ace, somebody who does not partake in, you know, kink shit, even I knew that just there is a obvious difference a obvious there is an obvious difference between playing a role in a bdsm situation and sexually identifying as such no i do not think that that person thought that they were a dog i think it was a role play activity and that's what they do in their bdsm relationship is they take on the role of a dog because of power exchange and all that shit that I'm not going to get into because I personally don't fucking care. But the fact is, I'm pretty sure Blair knows that, right? Because I know that. So someone, if someone like me knows that, someone like Blair has to know that. But she went on talking about how this person is so stupid and oh my God, you're making the rest of us look bad. That person... It's just minding their own business. All that person is doing is just being like, hey, dude, I like kinky shit. This is the kinky shit that I do for fun. And like, <sighs> but then the part that really rubbed me the wrong way wasn't even that she was like, oh my God, this person's so stupid, is the fact that she, she does this thing where she'll like put serious allegations in there that don't need to be there. So if you go and watch that video, she's literally like, I don't like the fact that they have actual dogs in the house. Um... That concerns me. What do you think that that person is doing with those dogs? Maybe maybe I should call PETA. That's a serious situation. Bitch, I don't know if you think you're being funny or what, but like the fact that your perverted mind looked at some dude with like a fucking dog nose and ears and thought that person probably fucks dogs, that's your problem. That's you being fucking weird. Like... What the fuck? And that was like a whole running joke throughout the entire video. It was like, oh my God, I should call PETA. Oh my God, what do you think that person's doing to the dog? Like, bitch, you're so fucking gross. Don't put that image in people's heads. Just because they're kinky doesn't mean that they're fucking doing weird shit. I don't know. It's just, it was just, it was a mess. I'm pretty sure e-girls with cat ears who actually own cats don't fuck their cats, okay? Like, you're just being a fucking... But anyway, after that, I was like, yeah, I definitely can't get behind any of the shit that she does because I just feel like that's gross. It's just gross. Let Leave those people alone. <laughs> Let those people run around in the grass and throw a ball and chase it. Like, leave, leave those people alone. They are not hurting anybody. They're just doing their little kinky thing, all right? Whatever fucking makes you happy and gives you a break from life. I don't know. But then Ariel Scarcella... She has changed so much in the past, I guess not year, I guess I haven't, I've been unsubscribed to her for like a year, so two years, I don't know. But no, it's not just because she like left the left and became conservative or whatever, I really don't give a fuck, clearly I watch both liberal and conservative YouTubers. But it was the weird obsession that she had with trans people, and I mean obsession, obsession if you go through her videos right they're all about trans people and I just think that that's creepy and no I'm not saying that you're not allowed to talk about trans people if you're not trans because I'm a big freedom of speech person and I think you can talk about whatever the fuck you want 
But I just think it's weird to obsess over trans people. Obsess. Like, her videos are like, this trans man is de-transitioning because she made a mistake when she was younger. See, trans people? Maybe you should think about it. Why are we losing all of our lesbians? Because they're all trying to be trans men now. Blah, blah, blah. Well, look at this. Another trans person who did an illegal thing. Like, like all of her videos. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. This is weird. Like, and I just couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I have to unsubscribe to this because at this point it's just creepy. Like, I don't know. I, Like, what do you get from this? Why do you hate trans people so much that you constantly make videos about? Like, I was subscribed to her at first because her videos were like, all vaginas are good vaginas. I'm like, okay, like, this is going to be TMI, but like, bear with me. <laughs> so basically, um, as a young lady, I was insecure about my body and wanted to know if it was normal to have the kind of body that I have. So I would watch her videos because they were all like uplifting and they were like, yes, your vagina's fine. It's normal. Everybody's vagina's different. Um, Hey, if you're a young lesbian, which I'm not, but I still supported her, you know, things. If you're a young lesbian, they don't teach, you know, gay sex ed in school. So let me teach you. She was like the internet's lesbian big sister. And I really liked it because instead of shaming young girls, she was like, hey, get to know your body. Get to know your fucking girlfriend's body. Um, let's all be more positive to each other. And I really liked her vibes and I liked her content. So I watched it. Then it became this really weird, random trans bashing thing like every single video was about trans people and how they're all evil and fucking commit crimes and shit and I was like okay this is this is weird so I'm not subscribed to her anymore and she still comes up on my feed like whenever Elliot Page came out as trans the first thing <laughs> this is kind of fucked up the first thing that I thought when I saw Elliot Page like transition was Ariel Scarcella is going to make a video about losing our lesbians and oh trans men and this whole thing is going too far like I, I I bet she's going to and then the next fucking day a video came up on my newsfeed of Ariel Scarcella and I'm pretty sure it was called like we're losing our lesbians or something like that and I was like I knew it I knew it I knew it I knew it weird and I think I want to say in the video because I did watch that video because I was like what I, I I just wanted to see if I was right. So I was like, here are the points that I think that you're going to make. Here are the things that I think you are going to say. Let me see if I'm right. Because I'm not going to lie, sometimes I'm a bit of a cocky asshole and I just like being right. Sorry. Um, so in the video, she talks about how her dating pool is getting smaller and smaller and it's bad enough that women don't really like her a whole lot and now all of the lesbians are moving over to the crazy trans movement that's taking all of our women and like all this crazy shit and I was like do you ever think that maybe you're single and nobody wants to date you because you fucking suck and you're weirdly obsessed with trans people like I don't know who hurt you but I'm gonna need you to fucking chill <laughs> but I don't oh god that whole thing is just a mess so I don't know um Those YouTubers, man. Those YouTubers. Um, part of me wants to go a bit more in-depth into some of the YouTubers and, like, some of the things that... But I'm probably not going to because I'm going to forget. And it's also not that important to me because every single one of those people make a hell of a lot more money than I do. And um, I don't want to think about it because it makes me sad. <laughs> but I don't know. Um... I do feel bad for Trisha Paytas, even though I don't like her because she is basically a child who lashes out for attention. Um, I still feel bad for her because she was so, like, she defended Shane with everything she had. She was a true friend to Shane. When nobody else defended him, she did. And then he just shat all over that. And that sucks. And I feel for her. Losing friends is hard. Losing friends is just hard. <laughs> but, you know, um, I don't know. That's what's That's been going on in the YouTube world. And so now 
the people that I watch are. Who do I watch on YouTube? I mean, I Jax films. I'm always gonna watch Jax films. Um, I don't know who the hell do I watch on YouTube lately. D'Angelo Wallace. Love D'Angelo Wallace. Oh my god, he's great. He's awesome. Um, I can honestly say I have not ever seen a single Gabby Hanna video, and that's not really a brag or a flex, because I don't know anything about her. I know people love to hate her, um, which I don't really care. I don't know anything about her. Um, I just, a lot of the trending YouTube videos come up on my feed, so people are like, Gabby Hanna made a new song and it's terrible. Gabby Hanna thinks she can sing. Gabby Hanna sucks so bad. Here are more reasons to hate her. And I never click on them, but I see them on my feed all the time. And I'm just like, leave this girl alone. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know anything about her. Um, I think I've heard one of her songs and it actually wasn't bad. I kind of liked it. It was not Monster. Um, although that meme was kind of hilarious. I did enjoy that meme. Anyway, uh, I've been talking for way too long, so I'm going to stop talking, but essentially, uh, thank you for listening to my absolute nonsense podcast this week. Um, I don't know. I feel like every, like, lighthearted podcast that I do is, like, just boring. <laughs> like, it's only the heavy ones that I think are fascinating, but I also don't want to be heavy all the time because I feel like that probably weighs on the listener. So I'm like, damn, what do I want to do? How do I make this not boring, but also not too fucking much? God. So, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. But anyway, this one, I guess, was uh, fucking nonsense background noise because sometimes we need that. So there you go. Um, oh, 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 guest of honor to tell a joke. Alexa, will you tell me a joke? I think asparagus might be an untapped power source because after you eat it, it seems to produce a lot of enriched uranium. Ew, what? What? I don't, I don't get it. What? Is that a pee joke? <laughs> ah, I don't get it. Alexa, will you tell me another joke? What keeps a sheep up at night? A Velcro fence. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, on that note, we're good. We're done here. Okay, bye.